Okay, you're you're married to Chris Paleja. He's still like really nice to you, just been kind of distant because he's been busy with his job and you've been busy with your job. But now he's telling you, I really want to be with you. I really want to make this marriage work. I can't imagine. I mean, he's so hot. I can't imagine being like, no, let's not. Hi, thirsties. Welcome to the Thirsty for Hallmark podcast, the thirstiest Hallmark podcast on the internet. I'm Charlie. By myself, I'm going to pour one out for my co-host, Mary, who is still with us, but busy in school. So hopefully she'll be joining for a future episode. Today, I am talking about the second Hallmark Christmas movie of the season. We wish you a Merried Christmas with a D. On this podcast, we rate movies on a scale of five cupcakes. The reason I do that is because Mary and I's favorite Hallmark movie that we watched together was called The Sweetest Heart. The story of a cupcake cafe owner whose business is failing, so she decides to expand, and somehow that saves it. While at the same time, falling in love with their high school sweetheart, who is now a cardiologist. Anyway, I give this movie four cupcakes. Solid movie, great characters, I liked it. I loved it. My only problem was that some things in the story did not make sense to me, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. So what is this movie about? It is about, as you might have suspected, a married couple, Becca and Robbie, who have been married for 13 years, and they've really grown apart. They both have really hectic jobs and schedules, so they don't see each other very often, and they haven't really been talking very much. They don't know much about what's been going on with each other. For example, Robbie didn't know that Becca had become a vegetarian a couple of years before. The movie starts with them at a couple's counselor's office, and the counselor advises that they go on a vacation and she suggests a quaint town that loves to celebrate Christmas called Gracious Vermont. So she recommends the, uh, she recommends a bed and breakfast. They book a week and they go with their little dog, Jerry. At first, things are going a little rough. Then they start to have some fun together, but then they start to argue again. And so they decide, let's just leave. This isn't working. They pack their stuff, they go to their car, and this huge Christmas ornament has fallen and crashed through their windshield. So he calls uh, the local mechanic, and they say it's actually going to take like four or five days to fix it. So they have no choice but to stay uh, at the inn, and the inn says that they will comp the rest of their week because it was their ornament that broke their windshield. So they decide to stay, and they immerse themselves in the Christmas activities of the town. There's a Christmas parade, a Christmas market that they help with. Uh, can't remember what else. Um, they decide to buy a Christmas tree and put it up in their suite. Of course, they get locked into a shed, and that's another time when they get to connect. So by the end of this week, they are back to being in love. But then Becca realizes that the reason they're getting along so well and that they're feeling so much love for each other is because they're on vacation. And they've actually always been really good on vacation. But she thinks once they get back to their real lives, things are going to go back to the way they were. And they're just going to keep keeping like strangers in the same bed. They find that the windshield is fixed. So they decide to leave earlier than planned. But then Robbie... Robbie goes to her and he says, you know what? We let this happen and we can make it so it doesn't happen again. I'm going to make our marriage my first priority, not my job. And I believe that we can save this. And then she's like, you know what? You're right. So they kiss. They decide to stay a little bit longer. And 
as they're leaving, and as they're leaving, another fighting married couple enters the bed and breakfast, and they look out, and that same ornament has crashed through their windshield. Then they realize this was the scheme to begin with. But since it worked, they're not too mad about it. Now that you know what the movie's about, I'll move on to my next segment. Who are these people? Becca is played by Marisol Nichols. Marisol Nichols is best known for the show 24, which I would never watched, but a lot of people from 24 have moved to Hallmark. She also played Veronica's mother on Riverdale. I read an interesting fact about that, that she quit the show after the fourth season and the director like begged her to come back for the fifth season and she did. She was also on a show I really liked called GCB, which stood for Good Christian Bitches. And it starred her and Christian Chenoweth. And I forget who the other woman was, but it was such a fun show. Who was the other? Oh, Mark Devlin was another Hallmark person from that show. He played like, I think Kristen Chenoweth's husband who was secretly gay. It was very fun. I actually went to a Kristen Chenoweth concert. She was talking between one of her songs and she said, I just found out today while we were getting ready for the show, canceled. GCB is canceled. I feel like I witnessed a little bit of television history that night. But as for Hallmark, last year she starred in Christmas CEO with my number one Hallmark hunk, Paul Green. My friend Andrew, shout out to Andrew and his mom Linda, got me a cameo from Paul Green last year. I will play it on this podcast. He talked about the podcast. He even said, stay thirsty. Really a a highlight of my life that Paul Green left this message for me. So thank you, Andrew. I'll put the cameo at the end of this episode. Now, the year before that, she started in Holly and Ivy, that movie with Janelle Parrish, aka Mona from Pretty Little Liars where there's a mother of two children who is dying and Janelle Parrish, pretty much a stranger, is like, you know what? I'll watch your kids when you die. She's a really good actress. I feel she could have a little more energy. She's a little subdued, but she's great with emotion, great with like all the sad scenes. And I think that's why she worked really well in this movie. Robbie was played by Chris Poleha, such a hunk. I don't think he's on my top five Hallmark hunk list, but he's... He's definitely on it now. I think I'm going to move him to number two. I don't know who I'm bumping off, but I'll get to that later. He is, I don't know what is so, I think, I don't know. I don't know why he's so hot, but he's really hot. He's actually gotten hotter as he's gotten older. I think his most notable role was in the Meghan Markle Hallmark movie, The Dater's Playbook. Last year, he was in a cute one called A Dickens of a Holiday, where he played like a movie star who came back to his small town to star in their production of A Christmas Carol. He's been in a lot of stuff, though. He was in the last Jurassic World movie. And he had a lead role in the television show North Shore that I actually watched. I think I was the only one. That show also starred Nikki Deloach, another Hallmark regular. He was amazing in this movie. Besides being super hot, he was like funny and he just, he he can do it all. He was doing the sad stuff. I just, Chris Palea. If you don't know what he looks like, if you don't know who he is, you got to look him up. Um... It's Chris with a K. And I mentioned on the last episode that I used to follow the blog of this um, of this woman who would review Hallmark movies, and she loved Chris Paleha. And every review, she would say, eh, it was pretty good, even though Chris Paleha wasn't in it. She mentioned him in every single review. He's done a lot of Hallmark, but he doesn't. He's not one of the ones who's like constantly in a Hallmark movie. So when he is in one, it's pretty special. But now... It's time to award the Oscar. Tonight, the Oscar goes to Amy Groening, who played Kayla. Kayla, she owned a pet portrait studio. Now, this town, it looked actually a lot like Aspen or like 
a really nice vacation town. Those towns are not known for having um, cheap real estate or cheap commercial real estate. She had this huge like, building in the middle of town and all she did was pet portraits. Uh, she was very good at them, so maybe she charges a lot, but it seemed a little, uh, little far-fetched to think that that would survive in a town, but you never know. Actually, Aspen had a needlepoint store for years and um, nobody knew how it was in business. It was like never open. And the rumor I heard was that it was owned by the heiress to a sugar company. But anyway, Amy, she had a lot of spunk and she offered to paint their dog, Jerry. And Becca was like kind of down. She's like, no. But then as she was falling more in love with Robbie again, she decided she wanted to um, get a portrait done that she could give to Robbie for Christmas. And so Caleb was like, organizing the Christmas market and there was this waiter at the at the bed and breakfast who had a big crush on her and she was like not sure if she wanted to date him or not not sure if she liked him or not and I, she just played it really well she's like the best Hallmark supporting actress she's been in a bunch oh she was also in Pumpkin Everything god I need to watch this movie oh she was in Snow Kissed which we did review on this podcast and Project Christmas Wish that was a good one in 2020. Oh, she was in The Secret Ingredient with uh, Brendan Penny and Aaron Cahill. And I'm looking at this. I didn't realize Minnie Chauhan was in that movie. I actually met her this year. She was in Aspen for the um, Food and Wine Classic. And I forgot she was in that movie. Oh, I would have loved to have asked her about it. Oh. Anyway, congratulations, a Amy. Um, I hope to see you in more movies soon. Maybe even another Christmas movie. I love when the same actor is in a couple of different movies. Yeah, stay booked. Okay, now it's time for homemade or hostess. Homemade are things that I liked about the movie. Hostess are things I didn't like as much. Continuing the cupcake theme. A homemade for me. The couple's therapist was played by Pascal Hutton, who's a Hallmark star. She's one of the stars of When Calls the Heart. Many movies, including My One and Only, which is a classic about like a woman who's on a show like The Bachelor. And she ends up falling in love with a farmhand. Mm. Um, she was very funny. She has a really interesting way of speaking. I don't know if it's a Canadian thing, but I used to not like it, but now I really like it. Uh, hostess, the main hostess, uh, the plot just didn't quite work. I wasn't sold that the experiences they were having were making them fall back together in love. I, I don't exactly know why. I think it's pretty complicated to dive into a failing marriage and fixing it. It's much simpler to have two people who maybe you wouldn't expect to fall in love actually connect and then fall in love. I don't think it was the fault of the actors. I think it was just, it's just a difficult thing to accomplish. I guess at the end, I was happy for them. I did tear up a little bit, but it didn't have the same kind of punch as when two people are really falling in love, especially for the first time. Uh, homemade, the waiter that liked Kayla, he was really cute and he was always around. I just like, I really liked him. For hostess, I wrote Chris. Oh, I remember what I wrote, why I wrote that. I also didn't find it believable that a woman, I don't know, maybe I'm just putting myself into it too much, Okay, you're, you're married to Chris Paleja. He's still, like, really nice to you, just been kind of distant because he's been busy with his job and you've been busy with your job. But now he's telling you, I really want to be with you. I really want to make this marriage work. I can't imagine. I mean, he's so hot. I can't imagine being like, no, let's not. Maybe if they were younger, I don't see a mid-40s couple being like, especially since 
she really couldn't name anything bad that he had done. Maybe if he had done something bad or if he was like, you know, really demanding or she was taking care of him and felt like it wasn't reciprocal. There really wasn't any of that. So I, I, I just can't imagine saying no to that, which she initially does. I mean, he is like tears in his eyes begging her and she's like, uh, it's not going to work. Girl, I'd make that work because there's a long line of people who will be happy to step into that role. Homemade were all the Christmas activities. Um, they did not make a gingerbread house, though, if I recall. But they there was a lot of like baking. They visited an alpaca farm, which was really cool. And they uh, they made all these Christmas cocktails. Although I will make a hostess. I once bartended at a Christmas party and they had all these like cool cocktail recipes for me to make and all the fixins. Those things take a long time to do. They don't just magically appear in the glass. So I remember like being really flustered that night. And the worst part, I noticed that they made all these drinks with candy cane coated rims. Candy cane coated rims are impossible. At first, you dip the glass and then it coats and it's fine. But the, the candy cane clumps together. It's very, very difficult. That gave me a little bit of PTSD. Uh, the dogs were so cute. Their dog was named Jerry. Looked exactly like my friend Harmony's dog, Ella. I even um, took a picture of it and sent it to her. And I was like, why is your dog doing Hallmark movies? The gay couple who owned the bed and breakfast had a dog named Rosie, who was like a um, white labradoodle. It was so cute. They rode in the parade together. Okay, I thought it was, uh, this is a little bit of a hostess or just a thought. One of the advertisers that you always see on Hallmark is Safelight, that company that replaces windshields. And they have that very catchy jingle, Safelight repair, Safelight replace. So when the windshield was broken, my immediate thought was they're going to call Safelight because the commercial says that they fixed it in like two hours. And so I just like, I'm wondering if Safelight approved of this movie or if how they're going to feel when they see it. Be like, hey, we give you all this money to show you that you can use Safe. Well, maybe they liked it actually because it shows that if you don't use Safe Light, it will take like six days to fix a windshield. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's all my homemates and hostesses. Next segment is who would I play in this movie? There's one moment at the Christmas fair market where Robbie is telling her, like, I really want to make this work. And she's like, no. And he looks over and there's this older couple sitting on a bench eating a pecan pie. Each of them has a fork and they're just digging right into the pie in the pie pan, full-size pie. And he was like, I always envisioned like that would be us. And she was like, what, eating a pie together without a plate? So I would be like the old man uh, eating the pie out of the... God, and I want some pecan pie right now. I would love that, you know, I think it's called the derby pie, where it's like pecan pie with chocolate. I would love one of those right now. Now it's time to give a one year later. This is Mary's forte, but I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's a year later. They've decided to leave behind their hectic New York lives and move to Gracious and take over the alpaca farm from the woman who was running it. They decide to shear the alpacas, make yarn, and Robbie gets into knitting. Becca gets into spinning. So they make a dual business of selling yarn and selling headbands and scarves. They've never been happier. They're now best friends with the gay couple who own the bed and breakfast and Kayla and the hot waiter. And the six of them are just like constantly having cocktail nights with candy cane coated rims and just living their best vacation life every single day of the year. And at the next Christmas fair, while they're sitting on a bench, eating a pecan pie out of the pan with two forks, 
They look up and they see the hot waiter down on one knee in front of Kayla proposing and everybody cries. I'll remind you if you have anything you want to add or tell me or ask me or correct me with, I invite you to DM me on Instagram at thirsty for Hallmark. The next movie I will be talking about is, I'm actually not going to go in order of the movies as they're released because I'm a little bumped around, but um, it will be Jolly Good Christmas, which I watched last night and I really, really liked. So until then, stay well and stay thirsty. Still listening? You must be really thirsty. Well, I've got something for you. I'm going to play you the cameo from Paul Green that my friend Andrew got me last year as a joint birthday Christmas present. And since my birthday is next week, it's a perfect time to hear it. Take it away, Paul. What's going on, Charlie? I heard it's your birthday. Uh, it's it's still November. I just know it's December. So yeah, it's, it's belated, but just a little bit. So Andrew just told me a little bit about you. Um, just to me, it's it's more like wishing you a merry everything, not just your birthday, but Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, who knows, Christmas possibly. And so, uh, so Andrew said you are the absolutely the the best of best friends, and you live far away in Aspen, and he misses you like crazy and and told me also that you're obsessed with hallmark films i'm not sure if you saw my christmas film yet but uh also that you are the thirsty for hallmark co-host of a cool podcast um i didn't know that uh, and i top your list as your number one hallmark hunk so i think i should probably come on your podcast if you'll have me uh so i'm looking forward to popping by to saying hi but in the meantime i just want to wish you happy birthday and may this year be your most productive most fulfilling just an ecstatic year where you look back and you're like my number one hallmark hunk paul was right this was the best year and only because you say so right so make it a great year Lots of laughter and lots of abundance and health and wealth and all that good stuff. And hopefully you get to have, have some some good hang times uh, with Andrew soon. So in the meantime, you stay thirsty and we'll see you really soon. Bye. God bless. Have a great day. Have a great birthday. Have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great Christmas. Monica, until I see you, stay thirsty. Bye. Okay, wasn't that amazing? Just by listening to that, you can tell why he's my number one hunk. Besides being gorgeous, he just has this beautiful spirit about him. So that's all for today. <laughs>